615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Now, The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin. Heading a Thursday afternoon to you, and yes, it is time for The McFarlane Show here on WNSR. Darren McFarlane live in the Strikers Bear Family Fund Center studio, Adam Johnson, is alongside for the ride for the next two hours. Yeah, half of the show here today, as in co-host, Justin's still out. And uh, DJ Damon, down in warmer weather. Yeah, still cold today. Not sure it's going to get much warmer tomorrow either, but uh, this weekend should get back up into the 70s, which will be much welcome in this area. But it is the last day of February, so, you know, we're kind of used to this. We can still get cold weather in February. You just never know what you're going to get from day to day. As we've seen this week, 75 one day, 45 the next. Titans are doing a little groundbreaking ceremony today to welcome in their new stadium as they're going to start uh, putting some shovels in the ground and bring out some heavy equipment and start getting ready for uh, their new dome stadium that will be very much welcome. So it'll be three years of a total mess over then at that area starting today and it has created quite the firestorm with uh you know Brian Callahan some of the staff coming back here to be a part of this rather than being uh, at the combine in Indianapolis. We'll get back into that in a little bit. I have some thoughts on good idea, bad idea, big deal, no big deal. TSU, a little hoops action tonight and we're going to get to the hoops Last night, but TSU women will be at Little Rock. The men will follow both of them at Little Rock. Coverage beginning tonight here on these airwaves starting at 445. So TSU Tigers basketball tonight, women and men's at Little Rock this evening. And uh, all that action will begin at 445. Big night last night in the SEC. We talked about it in the game everybody was paying close attention to, at least in these parts, was the game in Knoxville. Boy, Dalton Connect, is he fun to watch or what? Took over in like the last 10, 12 minutes of the game. Finished with 39 points, and he is something to watch. And I was very curious to see what Rick Barnes would say. Rick Barnes has been coaching for a very, very long time. He has coached some great players. Kind of like what he thinks watching a guy like Dalton Connect play night in and night out. Let's hear a little bit of what Rick Barnes had to say after the 92-84 victory over Auburn last night. An exciting game. Here's the head coach, Rick Barnes. We've seen a lot of special things from Dalton this year. Can you kind of just put that second half, that last 12 minutes, I guess, into perspective? Well, first of all, it was a high-level game. I thought both teams played extremely hard, and nothing came on either end. Uh, you know, both teams uh, really impressed with all the players that played. It, it honestly, it's not a high-level. Okay, we're going to uh, try it on a different computer. That was a little bit low and a little buzzy, if you know what I mean. You know what I mean. You you, you heard it, too. Uh, it was buzzing last night uh, in the Food City Arena as Tennessee uh, was up four at the half. Auburn came storming back. Auburn was in control in the second half. And then, like I said, the Dalton Connect show took over, and he finished with 39 points. This is a huge win 
for the Vols as they win 92 to 84 over Auburn. And it doesn't get any easier as we've talked about this week for Tennessee. Uh, they're going to finish the season, uh, be highly focused to finish the season undefeated, uh, in this little patch because next up you go from Auburn, you're going to go down to Tuscaloosa on Saturday and take on an Alabama team that's probably not going to be in a very good mood right now uh, because Alabama last night was at Ole Miss, and uh, they were behind for a lot of the game, and then they came storming back. Uh, of course, you know, they got beat up in Rupp Arena on Saturday against Kentucky, but a nice win for Alabama as they win 103-88 to over Ole Miss. So uh, a good win for them, a nice bounce-back win. They were down at the half. They were trailing in the second half, and then they got going. And when they get going, they're a hard team uh, to hold down. And that was the case last night as Alabama got the win. So that'll set up a, a huge matchup on Saturday down in Tuscaloosa between Tennessee and Alabama. A lot on the line uh, as the SEC tournament that'll be here at Bridgestone Arena in Nashville is just around the corner. And uh, with all these wins, with Kentucky beating Alabama, on Saturday, but Alabama got the win. It is a jumble mess at the top, and so uh, that'll be a big one at 7 o'clock on ESPN Saturday night between Alabama and Tennessee. So big game there. Also in the league, South Carolina, nice win down in Texas a or down in College Station. They beat Texas A&M 70-68. I'll tell you this, and Florida continues to play really. Florida may be that scary team here in Nashville in the SEC tournament. I know it was at home. I know it was Missouri. But Florida has been playing really, really good basketball. And when you look around the league, and I don't know how many college basketball fans are out there. Obviously, they've dwindled over the years, in my opinion. But if you've been watching today's product, I think college basketball is about as fun as it gets right now to watch. It's high scoring. There's a lot of scoring. Um and, man, it is it is a nightly basis. It's like the first team to 100 gets a win. And maybe there's people out there that don't like that. Remember, we're not too far removed from the era of college basketball when it was like the first team to 50 would win the game. And quite honestly, that was really, really boring in my opinion. I did not like college basketball. I didn't pay much attention to it because I thought the games were boring. I think the product right now, I grew up, watching college basketball in the 80s. And it was fun, but it was physical. Some teams scored a lot, but also some teams were in lockdown, push you around. Um, So it was a good blend. That's what I grew up on. I think the product today for just, you know, a novice or even, I don't know. I don't know how the hardcore college basketball fan feels about it, but I think watching games today, is about as enjoyable as I can remember in my lifetime. I really like today's product a lot. And I don't know if you do, but I think this SEC tournament that's coming to town is going to be one heck of a tournament. It should be, you know, have great attendance because, again, I think the product is really, really good in today's college basketball. I really, really like it. Uh, Again, I don't know if you feel the same way, but – If you don't believe me, check it out. Watch some of these games. Pick it up this weekend on Saturday. It'll be a full slate of action. Watch these games, man. They are 
fun, and they are close, and they are tight, and they're high-scoring. I really, really enjoy the product a lot. By the way, today, four years to the day, and by the way, Nashville SC, CONCACAF, nice win at home last night, but Nashville SC began their MLS journey today in this town, and it wasn't at their new stadium. No, it wasn't at Geodas Park, which is just down the road from us. It was over at Nissan Stadium in front of, I don't know, 50, 60,000 fans. A cold night on February 29th, 2000, uh, 2020. Like I said, four years ago to the day. But that's when the journey began. They hosted Atlanta United, who had just come off winning the MLS Cup, and they fell 2-1. to one. But uh, it's hard to believe it's already been four years of MLS soccer here in this market. It happens so fast going from USL to MSL. And now it's already been year. It's going into year four. Crazy. All right. We'll come back and we'll head down. Speaking of Atlanta, we'll head down to Atlanta. Our buddy, Chris Domino, 680, the fan down there. He does it all. He's been down there forever. He knows the lay of the land in Atlanta better than anybody. Of course, this is the station where you'll hear Braves baseball, spring training is in full swing. What are the Falcons going to do? We're going to talk about that with Chris Domino. By the way, they're the eighth pick in the draft in the first round. They are the pick right after the Titans. Is there any chance they want to jump up a spot and take seven from the Titans because there's a quarterback or somebody out there that they covet? We'll ask all these questions to Chris Domino. And we'll do that next as you listen to The McFarland Show, WNSR. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs with Navage Nasal Care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. 
The VAR sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navage, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navage is HSA-FSA eligible. So Navage is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navage today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. Do you have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. It's the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland. And Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Maybe it's a overreaction on Monday, but I'm going to move it forward for me. Pump the brakes a little bit on Kyle Shanahan. He's got to do it to be included as he's one of the best coaches in the NFL. Now, right now, I would say Andy Reid is one of the best coaches in the NFL, and he's one of the best coaches of all time. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNF. The McFarland Show, broadcasting live in Rutherford County on 107.9 FM. Rolling along on this Thursday afternoon, half of the McFarlands here. Darren McFarland here live in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio. Hope everybody's having a good Thursday so far. 615-844-5600 is the phone line and the text line every day for our show. Don't forget you can also watch us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter and Twitch, and you can interact with us on our YouTube page by just typing in WNSR Live, one word, and you can interact with us on our YouTube page. Let's go down to Atlanta. Chris Domino, 680 The Fan. It's an easy follow on Twitter, X, whatever the heck you call it. It's just Chris Domino. Lucky him. Darren McFarland wasn't available. Chris Domino was. Chris, how we doing? Good. You know, I think back 30 years ago, um, I did keep my real name, uh, but there have been moments I just said, boy, I wish I would have just gone with Duke, not the Duke. You know, it's not the Eagles. It's just Eagles. Uh-huh. There, there, are, there are times I've just said, wow, maybe I should have just gone with Duke. Now, I don't know if I would have gotten it on social media. I don't know who would have beat me to it, but it would have been even easier than Chris Domino, I guess is the point. <laughs> Why do we think DJs... I, I, this is the, you know, be, yeah, both of us have know. been in radio forever. Why do DJs not use their real name? I've, I've never okay. been, never figured that out. My wife, who's an accountant, Moonlit, we met. She was doing traffic for four stations down here in Atlanta when we met 26 or 27. Heidi Headlights, Betty Bumper. Like, I'm telling you, all these <laughs> FM guys thought it was hilarious. Right. So she had a different name on the country station, the rock station. Our station, uh, yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know when this started. I'm assuming it's like Wolfman Jack, and then everybody after that kind of said, "Well, he seems to be doing okay with this, and maybe I'll just come up with something nice and fake." Yeah, 
I, I, I always wonder, like the guys who like sort of not Wolfman Jack. I don't know if his family had to refer to him as Wolfman or Jack or whatever. But what if the guys who just changed their names a little bit, like what do they go by, like around the, the family dinner table? Right. Do they still have to like, especially live if the they're image? well known? Right. Yeah, right. It's a great it seems question. Seems like a lot of work to me. It you does. get pulled over by the cops. You start <laughs> trying to figure out who the hell you are. And next thing you know, they think you've been drinking, drinking again. Right. And, yeah. So. I don't know. Maybe it's all better that it just ended this way. Yeah, it, it does sound like a lot of work. So again, it sounds like a lot of work. Good news for us is we didn't do that. We didn't get on that path, so no, we didn't no, have to worry about nope. it. Nope, not at all. All right, I'm going to hit uh, a bunch of things with you. So let's start right. with, uh, let's just start on the football side of things since sure. it's the Combine's going on up in Indy. Correct. The Falcons have the eighth pick, which is the pick right after the Titans. I'm going to go yeah. there in just a minute. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff swirling. I think Chicago's... Uh-huh interesting with the first pick and what are they doing with Justin Fields and of course Justin Fields is a Georgia kid and there's been a lot of talk of them trading him what are they going to do what what is the talk down there (laughs) uh I don't care where he's from where he's born um if he's an expatriate like not I don't mean like New England I mean like if he lived in England and he came back I don't care about any of that stuff you know oh would it be a great sort of next chapter, bring the local kid home. Oh, okay. I need someone to play quarterback. I don't care where you're from. You know, there's that Kevin Bacon movie where he ends up, I think, in Africa because he sees in the background some kid dunking. I, if i got to find my quarterback that way, like, I don't care anymore. Oh, but we know his name. Don't care. And I think my problem with Justin Fields is he's been sacked 135 times in three years. Can I wipe that out of him? I like the fact that he's been in the building for three years. Uh, I don't like the fact that he's had a bunch of different, I think, not very smart people whispering or screaming in his ear. But he's been hit, he's been sacked 135 times. That's an ungodly number. So I need to look him in the eye and figure out what he is. I'm not telling you I'll get it right, but I've got to figure out what he is. What can I wipe out of him? How do I get his confidence up? Whatever it might be. And I think that's the thing with every draft pick, 15 minutes at the combine, then you go to their pro day, then you bring him in and they work on boards, and you take them out to a restaurant to see how they tip or or how they treat weight staff, like all these things that I keep hearing about. I don't know if Justin Fields can play quarterback, and after three years, I think I'm supposed to know a little bit more. Doesn't mean I don't want him, but I can tell you he's only one of eight, eight different quarterbacks whose name in print or verbally has been spoken about as the next possible quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. So it's, sort of, it's, it's a little bit mind-numbing now as to who it might be and why. But the why for me is not because he's from here. Like, that's the furthest thing from my mind. I, I could care less about that. Um, I just need somebody who can play. Yeah. Well, you know, I, and I agree with you, but you know, you know how fans work. So that that's immediately – it's just like the, the former, right? The guy that used to play for the team, and then they become a free agent, and that's – people can identify with them. So they immediately, yeah. hey, what about bringing so-and-so back? Yeah. Why? Because yeah. he's good or because you know him? Yeah. You know? We, we, we joke on our show – uh, and it drives me crazy, but my partner on the air knows it drives me crazy. How many guys become a kick-the-tire guy? Let's kick the tires on this guy. I'm tired of kicking tires. i got to win football games. Like, I, I don't want – like Ryan Poles, who's the guy in charge in Chicago, he said something interesting. We're going to try to do the right thing by Justin, blah, blah, blah. Um, but he also said – this is a quote from a, a guy who's got the first pick, and it's not even his. You know, the guy from Carolina, and, and their situation stinks when you realize you won two games – your owner just hiked up your ticket prices, and I don't even still get the first pick. Another, Ryan Pohl said there are 100 different scenarios, 
And you know what my reaction to that was? Well, then you're the wrong GM. Mm-hmm. You're the wrong GM. There yeah. aren't 100 different scenarios. No. And by the way, I understand how exponentially numbers work. I do. Like, I know why it's hard to hit the lottery, because there's so many combinations. But there should not be, at this point, 100 different possibilities for the Chicago Bears. If I hear that, and I'm a Bears fan, and unless maybe I'm just being a jerk and trying to be too literal, I don't want my, I don't want my GM saying that. That's too many. How, how have you not wiped out 88 of them yeah. at this point in the game? Yeah. So is it quarterback or bust, no matter how they get quarterback for the Falcons? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. It's going to be... I certainly think it's going to be two new bodies in the building. Um, what, what Raheem Morris did to Desmond Ritter, and he tried to come back on it, you know, he said, we got to clean up... The, this is what he said at the combine. You know, we got to clean up the quarterback situation. You guys realize that's why I'm standing here. In other words, it was terrible quarterback play that got Arthur Smith fired, which gave him the job. <laughs> now, he tried to pull back a little bit after that, but he's absolutely right. And, and it's true. Had they picked a different guy, had they coached him up, had Desmond Ritter not thrown across his body and thrown interceptions, had he not been god-awful, the worst in the NFL in the red zone, Raheem Morris doesn't get the job. And they, they do have to get it right. So if you're asking me, Kirk Cousins is the best, easiest answer for the next two years, and wink, wink, all it does is cost you money. He gives you your best chance to win. If he stays upright, the Achilles is healed, he's the guy that can win you more games in the next two years than anybody you draft and anybody who's named Justin Fields. I don't know if they want to go that way. I don't know what Cousins is going to be asking for. And the thing that's interesting is because you have a brand-new coach, the GM's ass is in a sling, but the coach's isn't. So if the coach sees something he likes young and the OC, more importantly, who I think Zach Robinson, who's getting this job, it's the first time he's doing it, he's picking my quarterback. Do you see the movie A Beautiful Mind? Uh, no. It's, it's uh, the John Nash one. It's, it's, it, was, it, it doesn't matter. It's Russell Crowe. He plays a guy named John Nash, a professor at Princeton. Whole long story. Jennifer Connelly, he sees imaginary people. Doesn't matter. Go look it up. Some people have seen it. How about have you seen, like, every bad beat cop movie where in the room somewhere they have pictures up and there's yarn that starts connecting to cities and pins and push pins? Mm-hmm. But they have all these pictures up of all the suspects. Mm-hmm. To me, the OC has got to put every picture of every quarterback who's truly a possibility, and then I'm going to tell them to start eliminating. And then I'm going to go, this is how we get him. It's doable. We can't get him. Take the picture off the board. There should be one picture left. And that's what I want. I want a guy who's never done it before, kind of dangerous, to pick my quarterback because it's his system. It's his system. Nobody. Raheem Mars shouldn't make this pick. Terry Fontenot shouldn't make this pick. I'm not telling you again. They keep using the word collaborative. When they hired Raheem Morris and not Bill Belichick, they went to the press conference and used the word collaborative like 24 times because I think they were trying to be anti-Bill Belichick, and they keep using it. I don't want collaboration. The OC gets to pick the quarterback, and if it doesn't work, he's the one that has to go. Is there some NFL memo that every team has to use collaboration or collaborative? Because that's all that's used here. Like what? Oh, what is, is it? it? Yeah. Yes. Well, I think what I think when a new coach comes in and Raheem Morris is sort of an upbeat guy, everybody likes to hire. I think in this town, this was done very consciously to get away from the. We didn't hire Bill Belichick, and you people could be mad at us, but Bill was not going to be collaborative. Now, Bill says, and his people say, "Oh, no, no, he would have given us some power." But you say collaborative at that point because you want to push the narrative that no, 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 we're in a building that's going to be kumbaya. You know, Bill, no matter what you say about him, as great as he is, this is his building. Like I can tell you, there are people who were not going to be allowed in the weight room because they were executives or they were people who worked in, I don't know, maybe even scouting. Bill was not, that's his weight room, that's his player's weight room. Mm-hmm. They don't want that around here. I'm not telling you it's right or wrong either way, 
But that's why I think in our town, the word collaboration in every form of it, every form of it, I think they've made up forms, like words that aren't real, just to tell you how, you know, we're all in this together at this point. Yeah. What What's funny about all this is nobody gives a damn if you're collaboration or if you're collaborative in the building if you're not winning games. Nobody gives right. a damn if you guys don't talk and it's a one-way street and you've got a dictatorship in between the walls mm-hmm. and you're highly successful. Nobody yeah. cares about any of that stuff. Yeah. I, I can tell you whether it's fascism, socialism, uh, whether it's a monarchy, dictatorship, a coup, I agree with you. Now, you want to make it fun? I paid for a lot of I've paid for a lot of bad fights over the years, like boxing. I paid for a lot of bo- some UFC events, but over the years, I've paid a lot of pay-per-view numbers. I stream a pretty good amount of services now, so I've paid bad money. I would pay money to watch collaboration work. I'd pay money if you told me that you're going to put them in a room of truth, I don't know, like, like housewives. One time a week, you're going to give me an hour of what really went on in the rooms. I'd pay for that. That's the way that you prove that. It's just a word right now. And you're right. Nobody cares how the sausage is made. Does it taste good? That's all that's going on in this town is how are you going to find a way to get back to the postseason after six years? It's interesting you brought up the weight room, and I know you were referring to more Bill Belichick and the Patriots, but I do want to get your quick thoughts on the the latest poll that came out with the NFLPA and the Players Association. The Falcons, apparently uh, the players not impressed with the weight room and the strength coaches for the it's Falcons. It's getting fixed. It's getting fixed now. There's literally a construction going on for the locker room and the weight room. Uh, F-minus was the strength coach. That's not possible. Do you know that you can be standing in the corner eating donuts and dragging on heaters? As long as you say, hey, go give me two more reps, you're a D. Like, I don't even know what F-minus is. Right. Like, if you just hand out sheets that are just nonsensical, you're a D. Yeah. F-minus. Means like don't you don't even have is. strength coaches to be an F-minus. Hey, Darren, I could be. Here's what I'm going to tell you. at 61 years old. I could walk in there and get a D. Like, if I was there for this year, I, they might go, I don't, I don't think you knew what the hell he was talking about, but he was a nice guy. Give him a D. I could get a D in that job. Yeah, they got so, three yeah, that's, Fs. That's a bad one. Three Fs. Yeah, that's a, I know. That's bad. But the, but the weight room and the locker room are being done. Arthur Blank was not happy seeing that. Now, I'll ask you a question because I asked this. This is the second time they've done it. What's the purpose of this thing? What's uh, the purpose of it? Well, I, as I talked about this yesterday, look, I, I know most like fans don't care about the food in the cafeteria or the treatment of families. I said, but what you should care about is how your organization is being run. And okay. these are people, you don't want to work in a bad work environment, right? right? Okay. And so they're saying, and you know, what, and you hey. know, you know there's, never, there's never been an agent who's going to tell his guy, I know they're giving you $30 more million over there, but look at their grades. Ah, do you need that in your life? The, the owners of the Kansas City Chiefs were voted the worst owners. Yes. Three Super Bowls in five years. And apparently so Clark Hunt is, is furious. <laughs> well, listen, I, there was some story that came out that they finally got chairs that they were promised or something. I don't even know what it is. I started reading quotes where I was like, why am I reading this stuff? You're talking about fresh food, not having fresh food. You just sound like a bunch of spoiled idiots. I know that this is all encompassing. I do. I get it. Why am I able to read this? How does this leak out? But Chris, What's the purpose this is this is for bad organ. This is not for again. It's all phony, right? We all know this. Like nobody cares if Kansas City got F's on all of them in Kansas City. Chiefs fans could care less. You know why? Because right. they right. win Super Bowls. Exactly. But it's for the teams that are struggling, teams that are bad. Yeah, but what are you fa- going to do? So what? But what? What do they do? Like what? What does that mean? So now I'm going to put money. It means into you're poorly run. I, <laughs> That's what it means. But I don't. So I don't have enough whey protein. Let's go spend money on whey protein. Here's what I would rather you do. Go get me a tight end who can block. Like, that, that's my whole thing. I, I read quotes about some of the things 
And I just said, I, I laugh about it more than anything else, but I don't understand from a Players Association point of view, what are you trying to do? You're trying to embarrass people? You're trying to shame them? Like, what, what are you trying to do? What's the end win mm-hmm. out of this being public? That's what I don't get. Mm-hmm. All right, last thing on the football side of things. Do you think with the Falcons being the pick behind the Titans and it's quarterback or bust, yeah. do you think there's yeah. any chance that there could be a trade yeah. between the Titans and the Falcons? I don't move know up there. A spot? So here's the thing. How much do you think you need a quarterback? Well, the Titans aren't going to be drafting a quarterback, but they need a third-round no, no, pick. Saying, right, so I so let me – what do you want to move up one spot? Like, what do you hold them hostage for? Because here's the deal. I don't think I have to worry about you for that one spot. Right? If you're not taking a quarterback, why do I have to worry about you in that well, one spot? Well, your play is to tell Atlanta, hey, so-and-so behind you is moving up in front of you. You know, you maybe try to pin them okay. to getting nervous that someone's going to jump up in front of you and take your quarterback. So I don't even know if Seven, the guy that I want personally, is going to be there and Jaden Daniels. Here's the deal in Atlanta. Jim Harbaugh was going to be the only hire where I said, oh, I like it. Every other hire, and I put it out on social media, oh, we'll see. Like, every quarterback to me is, oh, we'll see. If it's Jaden Daniels, they're going to go, oh, that's interesting. That's exciting. I'll roll with that. Let's see what happens. I don't think Daniels is going to be there at seven or eight. So if they do it on my scale, I'm going to say, oh, maybe they thought they had to, but okay. Like, I'm not going to be plussed by any other name other than Jaden Daniels. Yeah. And that's just me, and I know okay. nothing about it. I'm just telling who I want. You're right. They could play the game of 12 is looking to get you. The Broncos are looking to come up, whatever it might be. That that, that could be the, the okey-doke. You're right about that. Um, I think there's a better chance that the Falcons go to 3, 4, or 5 if they're going to do that. Um, but... I'm also the idiot who says, why wouldn't Ryan Poles maybe think about trading both Justin Fields and the number one pick? Like, what if he doesn't have Caleb Williams boomer size and sit on the air? So this is sports talk circa 1988, and I listened to it in 88. This is boomer size and said, if Ryan Poles doesn't take Caleb Williams, he should be fired the day of the draft. So here's what I would say about that. And I know I'm supposed to have reverence. He's on in New York, and he used to play quarterback. But here's what I would tell boomer size. How about this? How about if he... If Caleb Williams in two years is not the best quarterback of all the guys drafted, you lose every job that you have. Mm-hmm. Isn't that fair? Right. Like if he, if we find out in a year or two, if you don't draft Caleb Williams and C.J. Stroud, Ryan Poles gets fired anyway. That's going to happen. But what if, what if he, I don't know, two years in, doesn't look like he's really worth the number one pick, and I could have gotten more from him. Well, Boomer Esiason resigned from every job he has. Because it's just words. Yeah. It's just words. Wasn't it Chris I'm, Sims? I'm well that... aware. Chris Sims that was in the love fest of, of Zach Wilson? Wasn't it him? Yeah. That yeah, was just it, it, going on listen, and on and on about if it? it. Wasn't him, if it wasn't him, it was somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. But again, I love when a guy says, if he doesn't draft that guy at number one, he should lose his job that night. Okay, in two years, if he's not the best quarterback in this draft, and you look at what could have been had maybe in a trade, you then voluntarily leave every paycheck that you have, leave it on the table and quit. That's what I would say to a guy like Boomer Esiason. And I'm not being a smart-ass. No, it's... Being a, it, yes. No, nobody, should, nobody should be that definitive about anything when it comes to this stuff. Nobody. Well, because it's easy for us to say it. <laughs> of course. We have nothing I don't at have to stake. Make a pick. Listen, right. if, if I'm Ryan Poles, I might trade Justin Fields and the pick. If I don't have Caleb Williams you know, graded as my number one guy, what if I trade back to Washington, one spot? What if I trade back to three? And my guy, Jaden Daniels, or I could take him or Drake May, and I can live in that world. 
Then I get what I get for Justin Fields. Then I get the picks for the number one pick. Why wouldn't you think about doing that? I, he's fired if if the kid can't play if he drafts him. He's fired if you don't draft him and the kid plays well someplace else. He's fired either way. So might as well go try to put your team together the best way to go win games. That's what I would do. Speaking with Chris Domino, 680 The Fan, down in Atlanta. Braves doing a little split squad, what, two games in spring training. So what what is the talk down there after having that wildly successful regular season and unfortunately it didn't oh, translate into postseason? So what is the you discussion? Know is. You know what it is. I did Braves Fan Fest where I had about 16 guys on, and I was down there last week, and it's the greatest week. If you're ever going to go to spring training, like in our world, go the week before they start playing games because everybody's in a good mood. They're relaxed. They haven't been down there six or seven weeks. They haven't had to get on a bus to Dunedin. None of that stuff has happened. So everybody's <laughs> in a good mood. The big one around here is World Series of Bust, and it's another thing that drives me crazy. Because, okay, now I have to ask every player, do you believe it was World Series? I won't do it, by the way. I haven't asked anybody. Here's what I believe about that. If you're a Braves fan, you give me the one scenario where if they don't win a World Series, you're going to say, well, that was a good year. There isn't one. So that would tell you that's not a truth in Kansas City. That's not a truth in Pittsburgh. That's not a truth in Seattle. It's a truth in a couple of places. If the Braves lose in any scenario without a World Series title, whether they win 106, whether they win 98, whether they win 114, there's no scenario short of being the World Series champs that it was a good year. So, of course, that's the mentality. Now, that doesn't mean you play harder on a Tuesday night in June. World Series of bust. It has nothing to do with game to game. It's just the idea that you have now put yourself in a position where if you don't win the World Series, especially after last year, have an athlete and lose the Phillies in a row, there's nothing. Nobody could beat you or no scenario where you go, ah, but it was a good year. Not one. Yeah. Who's going to play left field this year? Uh-oh. Chris may be in a bad cell area. Oh, yeah. That's you there? You went, you went away. All right. There so, Jared Kelnick. Jared Kelnick will play left field. Got him from Seattle, young guy. Go up and clear his head You were responsible. You felt responsible. He told me it got a little bit much on him. Like when they were on a five-game losing streak, and we asked him, Walt Meyer, he's back He's 24 years old. He's going to start. That's phenomenal for him. I don't know what happened, Chris. Uh, let's Let's check and see if he's in a better area. I don't know what happened. He's obviously on the move, right? He's been perfect this entire time. He must be on the move. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see if he's... I think he's back. All right. Chris, uh, Adam has given me the thumbs up. He said, I don't know. You were, you've were you been sounding know. great, and then all of a sudden <laughs> we had, you know, all kinds of... You want, are, you, are you the show of honesty? Do you like honesty? Sure. I'm standing in the last row of a Costco right now in Brookhaven, Georgia. That's where I am. There you go. I'm in the vastness of a Costco. I'm staring at more paper towels than I've ever seen in my life. Those those wholesale places, it's hard cell reception. I'm just telling you. So, Jerry Kellnick will play left. Okay. He's a guy that comes over from Seattle, and it's a lot like the Justin Fields thing I was talking about. They see enough in him where they think they can wipe him. You know, of the – he's a very talented guy who Seattle said, watch how talented he is. Then the team didn't win enough, and they were at his locker every day, and he admits it spooked him a little bit. He loves the idea that it's a clean slate. Now, I don't know I don't know if it's going to work or not. They don't have much of a bench. Um, so th- this is kind of what you're going to go with. Now, here's the good news for him. He's going to hit ninth, or he's going to hit eighth. Nobody's asking him. Nobody's coming to his locker. No pressure. Brian McCann, yeah, Brian McCann told me a story. When he signed with the Yankees, 
Brian McCann's a very low key guy. Brian McCann doesn't want to talk. It's not that he's he's not a blank hole. He just you know he's quiet. He doesn't. I said, Mac, I mean, you signed with the Yankees. He said, Chris, I'm the sixth most important story on this team every day. <laughs> so there you go. I think yeah. Garrett Kellnick's in that position as well. So I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be a left fielder. Uh, and I think there's a chance he hits eighth or ninth for sure. And he gets the protection of Ronald Acuna behind him, which is never a bad thing. By the way, great job getting Chipper Jones in the studio yesterday. How did that oh, go? Th- listen, I, so I've known him. Like I say this out loud. I've known him for 29 years, 29 years. I like him better. I liked him back then. I like him better now. He's in a much better place in his life. I think he's very good as a conversationalist. He's a really good storyteller. He, he's self-effacing. He knows what is public life. Um, he knows what is baseball life. Uh, I heard a couple of things yesterday that I had never heard before. Like, I heard legitimately three things. I, I'm not looking to pimp it, but if you look online or maybe on my, my X account or my Twitter account, I think I have a link, link up. Uh, he was in studio with us for a couple of hours. But there were a couple of things that I was kind of like, what? I didn't know that. Like, mm. when he retired, what teams came and offered him a job? I knew one of them. I didn't know the other one. I was pretty surprised. Um, he's a he's a 300, 400, 500 slash guy. 300 average, 400 on base percentage, 500 slugging. There aren't a lot of guys who did that. And I asked him about what would your life be like right now sitting here if you were a 298 hitter instead of a 303. And boy, is he honest. So there's a bunch of stuff like that. Uh, and he talks about the Braves team that won a lot of divisions and won World Series. The perception from a lot of fans' point of view, let's talk about it. He did. So... I, I just think he's relaxed, much more relaxed now, having a relationship with him. It's, it's like the, the greatest compliment, Aaron, is somebody, a couple of few people said, that wasn't, you know, I hate the word interview. That was the, that was the epitome of a conversation because that's what it was. The mics could have been off. We could have been sitting at a bar, mm-hmm. and that's what we wanted it to be uh, that, when he came That's in. awesome. That is awesome. But check it out at Chris Domino on Twitter. Look for that link. Uh, we've got a lot of Braves fans that listen to the station, the show. Oh, good. Here in Middle Tennessee, go check that out. Last thing, real quick, uh, yeah. on a local note down there, by the way, this I don't know how – I know people probably don't know this, but Drew Burris, this kid for Georgia Tech, he's like 5'8", five, 5'9", yeah. five, yeah. yeah. dude's whacking yeah. four home runs a game. Uh, he's no. like leads the country in home runs. Like what's up yeah, with he that? Does. He's a freshman. Yeah, and you know what he's thinking right now? I got to stay here for another two years. <laughs> because everybody knows the college rules. Right. Like, don't don't you think he was wishing he was doing this at one of those high-level uh, junior colleges right now? Look, I don't know. It's a blast. Did you see the lizard head they put on when you're the player of the game at Georgia Tech? No. All right. Uh, Google Drew Burris lizard lizard head. It's the thing they do at Tech. When you hit four home runs, guess what you're going to be wearing in the uh, in the clubhouse? Lizard head? You're going to be wearing the lizard head. Yeah, okay. You're all the lizard head player of the game. Yeah, it's an incredible story. Like, I don't know who cares about college baseball. I know in your part of the world, certainly people do. Yeah. Down here, it's it's certainly a thing because SEC and Georgia Tech and the ACC. Uh, but, it's it, look, that's freakish. That's, that's video game-like. He's a freshman playing ACC baseball, and he hit four home runs in a game. Yeah. Like, you, you would almost think, who's the last guy that's challenging him? He's got, like, six on the season. They've played, like, seven or eight games. No, no, I think he's got. I think he's got nine. Oh wow! <laughs> I think he's got nine. I think he's got nine home runs. Okay. I'm not kidding. I think he's got nine home runs. Wow! That's why I'm joking. Like if he was at a junior college, he. I don't know. I don't know what the reports on him are. I have no idea. I do know this: if you're starting as a freshman at Georgia Tech, you're a player. That 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 much I do know. You're a player if you're starting for that team as a freshman. And he's not and six now, four two fifty. No, no, no. But again, look, neither is 
Ronald Acuna, neither is Ozzy Albies, neither is they come in all shapes and sizes. Yeah. You know, the beauty of the game is they come in all shapes and sizes. Um, and let me just tell you something. If you're a Braves fan, I just want you to hear this. We were down there last week. I was told, and I trust the guys on the training staff here, unlike the F-minus for the Atlanta Falcons. I know these guys a little bit. I'll vouch for them a little bit. I was told last year that Ronald Acuna was the A student in the weight room. A student. And, and I'm going to tell you, he wasn't that before the injury. This injury could turn out to be an incredibly good thing for him. We talked to Chipper about that. He blew out his knee and missed his, what would have been his rookie year. What does that do to a player? I'm, I'm going to tell you this, that like whether it's Ozzy, whether it's Ronald, the all shapes and sizes thing, these guys, if they attack baseball, you've got to be good at it. But there seems to be another gear that some guys don't know they have. Uh, whether it's you're, you're too small, Jose Altuve, he comes back three days in a row. Like they cut him three times, but he just kept coming back. There's something in certain guys that say, I just want to be a little bit better than that. Now, whether they can be or not, who knows? You know, who knows? Because there's a lot of factors. But I just found it interesting being down there last week. He's in better shape than he was last year. Yeah. Ronald Acuna, the guy who was the runaway MVP, is in better shape this year than last wow. year. That will tell you that. And, and by the way, when Juan Soto signs whatever deal he's going to sign with the Yankees if he has a good year, I'm not telling you 100. You never say only in $100 million, but that's Ronald Acuna's contract. Ozzy Albies is on a seven-year, $35 million deal. If he was in the NBA or the NFL, he wouldn't show up. Like, he'd demand a trade, or he would just boycott. He wouldn't show. Ronald Acuna is, relatively speaking, extremely underpaid in that game. He's in better shape now than he was last year when he won the MVP. Mm. And I think that's as good a sign as you can get with a guy not sitting around jaking it and reading his own press clipping. No doubt. Hey, always appreciate the visit. Thanks for doing this. Have a great rest of the day, and we'll check in soon. Yeah, listen, does anybody need the biggest bin of pretzels they've ever seen in their life? Just give me a quick call. I'll pick them up for you. I have cashews the size of the pyramid. <laughs> get some uh, get some bugles, a big bag of bugles. You can find those Funyuns. at Costco, too. I'm going to find some Funyuns. Some Funyuns. Chris, thank you. <laughs> All right, Dad. Chris, Chris Domino, 680 The Fan down in Atlanta. Good stuff from him, as always. Wide open the rest of the hour. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600 is the phone line and the text line. More of the McFarland Show here on WNSR. Hi, I'm Jeff Fisher. Guess what? The Cats are back. The Nashville Cats will be returning to the Municipal Auditorium on April 27th in the season opener against the Minnesota Myth. There will be five total games played at Municipal Auditorium with one additional game played up in Clarksville at FNM Bank Arena on Armed Forces Day on Saturday, May 18th. For player or dance team tryouts or tickets, log on to thenashvillecats.com. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands. At up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y.
Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Are you ready for some March Madness? Then don't miss out on any of the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity as the return of the Ford Center downtown Evansville for March 6th through the 9th as the first entries into the men's and women's NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are now on sale to each OVC school's ticket office, Ticketmaster, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. Your exclusive National Sports Radio, WNSR Skyscan Forecast. Today's going to be a mostly sunny day with a high temperature around 50. Part of the mostly cloudy tank, maybe a shower late, low 38. Friday clouds and widespread showers, high 52. Partly sunny Saturday. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Well, just half the show today. Hopefully Justin will be back tomorrow. Darren McFarland live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Adam Johnson is alongside. We'll talk to Andrew Marinus to begin the second hour of the program. The fine author. Got a lot of stuff to get into with him. Great stuff from Chris Domino. Down in Atlanta. 615-844-5600 is the phone line and the text line if you want to get in touch with the show. Let's go to out to Bellevue. That's out in Adam's neck of the woods. Let's talk to Bob. Bob, what's up? Darren, you just had a guy, a uh, guest on there talking Braves. Mm-hmm. He said Acuna was in better shape than last year. I don't give a rat's behind. You can't tell me anything about the Braves. They're either going to win the World Series with all that talent or they're not. So I'm not interested in hearing about really anything. I mean, it's going to come down to the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs. They're probably going to win 100 games again. Are they going to lose to the Phillies for the third year in a row? That's what I would want to know. Uh, And I want to ask you, is there talk down there? Are they unhappy with the current manager? I mean, let's say he loses to Philadelphia in the playoffs again this year could he be out is he on any type of hot seat or no isn't that crazy when you build it up to this point right this is the danger in any sport whenever the expectations are so high of win it or bust and look i don't disagree with you bob i think you're bringing up a really good point but it just goes to show you how successful they've been and yes last year 
was a failure because they were so good in the regular season. They were beating teams' brains in, and then it just didn't translate into the postseason. They laid a big egg, and so that leaves a really bad taste in everybody's mouth, and they're bringing basically the whole team back uh, you know, with a few additions, and expectations are really, really high, and you're supposed to bounce back and have that bad taste in your mouth. But, you know, we both know baseball is hard. It's long, and you need a lot of luck and things go your way to actually get to the finish line. Oh, by the way, you, you didn't even bring up the Dodgers. Look what they did this offseason. And, by the way, you don't think their fans haven't been disgruntled with all the payroll and the money they've been spending and the big names they bring in, and they've been falling short most years. Oh, absolutely. I don't don't tell me anything about Freddie Freeman. Just win the World Series. That's what I would say if I'm a Dodgers fan. That's it. Right. That's it. Now if you're now if you're a Yankee fan, I don't think you can be that arrogant. They haven't won it In a uh, while. since I got you know yeah. I didn't have a driver's license last time they won it. But anyway, uh you know, the Dodgers and Braves have won a World Series more recently than the Yankees. But yeah, when he said Acuna's in better shape, I'm like, Who cares? Yeah. You've got to win the World Series. I just don't so last year, like you said, they would either beat you by five runs or they'd hit a home run in the bottom of the ninth. Either way, they were going to beat you one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, but to lose to Philadelphia, who is – I just don't think they're that good a team. So if I'm the manager, I think I'd want to at least minimum make the National League Championship Series against the Dodgers. If they don't win a, a playoff series at all, I think he could be out the door. That's It's the crazy thing about sports when expectations are so high. Like I said, I don't disagree with you. I don't know if that's true or not, but I, I we've seen it before, right? So yeah, wouldn't be surprised. And, you know, they're just too good to not – they're too good to have a bad regular season, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, I, I don't think for there's sure. any way. They could, they could sleepwalk to the All-Star game and still make the playoffs. I mean, they're just that talented. I mean, you got to look at Dodgers and Braves. Uh, I'm an Astros fan. I think they have a – they got a good shot to win the American League. I don't know if they can win the World Series, but uh, you know we we played Philadelphia a couple of years ago. Well, crap! If you're not going to send the Dodgers or the Braves, we'll be glad to beat the Phillies for you, Darren. <laughs> Thank you, Bob, for the call. See you, fellas. Appreciate it. Uh, I, I think Chris's point about Acuna is just to say he's not basically living off of last season. That he's st- he's highly motivated to basically do exactly what he did last year, and he was a monster last year. I think that was the point of it. But but to Bob's point, you're right. Nobody cares. Uh, and, yes, the Braves, I think the Dodgers, there, there are t- certain teams that we already know they're so talented they could sleepwalk through about 40, you know, 40 or 50 games of the 162 and still find a way to win 100, right? They're just that good. But those teams that we're talking about, they're not judged by the regular season. Phillies aren't going to be judged by the regular season. They're going to be judged by the postseason. So it's hard. It's a hard sport to to win it. And the Braves were a prime example last year because they were definitely the favorite, and it just didn't happen, and they weren't even close. All right, we'll take our final break. Come back, wrap up the first hour here on WNSR. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401K with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical. 
typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. We all make resolutions this time of year. And let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it, the price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. Hey, it's John Burton from News Channel 5. And it's Patton Cook from National Sports Radio. We are excited for our new show, JB and the General, every Monday through Friday right here on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Talking all things Titans, Nashville SC, Preds, anything you want, we can talk. And we don't mind going off the beaten path once in a while as well. Again, that's every Monday through Friday, 9 to 11, right here on WNSR. Listening to the McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. You know, Bob brought up the Phillies. I don't know what this means, but the Phillies have decided to scrap Dollar Dog Night this year. They said they are scared that there will be unruly fans and it'll be a tipping point that Dollar Dog Night will drive Phillies fans to go crazy. Kind of like Penny Beer Night or Nickel Beer Night or Disco Demolition. I don't know. Maybe they're like thinking it's like the 70s and 80s. But I didn't know a bunch of hot dogs would get people going crazy. But apparently they're they're scared to death. They've decided to bag it. Uh, instead, they're going to go two for one. 
And this is, uh, I guess, for a couple, some April dates. Because obviously in Philadelphia, April baseball, there's going to be a lot of days like there it is right here today and yesterday in Philadelphia. And so you're going to be there and you're going to be freezing cold and you're wondering, why am I here? It may even snow. And so they decide, well, we'll do some, you know, some cool promotions. Well, I don't know. I don't know. They got in a room and said, you know what? Maybe Dollar Dog Night isn't a good idea. Let's go two for one. Again, I didn't know hot dogs can make you go crazy. Or maybe they were scared of running out of hot dogs and people become unruly that way. I don't know. But maybe that changes how Philadelphia comes out of the gates. No Dollar Dog Night with the Phillies. That'll do it for hour number one. We'll come back. Andrew Marinus, great author. He joins us next here on WNSR. ABC News, I'm Michelle Franzen. The migrant crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border front and center with President Biden and former President Trump making separate visits to the Texas border today. Trump arriving in Del Rio telling reporters... Nice weather, beautiful day, but a very dangerous border. We're going to take care of it. Thank you. Trump will hold a campaign event in Eagle Pass. Meantime, President Biden will be in Brownsville, Texas. He's calling on Congress to pass critical U.S. border funding to help slow the influx of migrants. Earlier today, the House passed a stopgap measure to avert a government shutdown. That deadline tomorrow. The Senate takes up the measure next before it heads to the president's desk. In Gaza, Hamas health officials say more than 100 Palestinians died after Israeli forces opened fire when crowds rushed aid trucks at a checkpoint. Israeli forces say that crush of people created a stampede that led to the deaths. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Bob Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob Steak and Chop House are U.S. 
USDA prime cut. From the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Whoa! Right now, the McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour on this Thursday afternoon. Half of the McFarlands here today. Darren McFarland live in the Strikers Bear Family Fun Center studio. Hopefully Justin will be back tomorrow on the program. Adam Johnson is alongside for the ride. One more hour to go. DJ Damon is out of town for the rest of the week, so he'll be back with us on Monday. 615-844-5600 is the phone line and the text line. Don't forget, you can watch the show every day on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter and Twitch, and you can interact with us on our YouTube page. Just type in WNSR Live, one word, and you can interact right there. It's been a while since we caught up with our next guest. Adam, you can appreciate this. Andrew Marinus is on the line with us, the fine author, at TrueBlue24 on Twitter or X, if you want to give him a follow, and you should. But back in 1998, my first year, first full year in Nashville, my first job was at WNSR. First job in Nashville was right here. I remember where we were. We were over off 25th Avenue, uh, right? Hillsborough Village area. Our next guest was working for the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. Yes, 1998, they were the Devil Rays. He was their media relations department. And I remember reaching out to him. I didn't know Andrew Went to Vanderbilt, his history here, nice enough to serve up Bubba Trammell on the show. And I bet Andrew doesn't even remember that. Andrew, how are we doing? Man, you're going in the Wayback Machine, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I had totally forgotten about that. But now that you mention it, I do remember it. But I, I forgot that it was you that I was yes, dealing it, with it was uh, me. For that interview. But yeah, Bubba Trammell from University of Tennessee, one of the original Rays. We didn't even know each other, but obviously got to, you know, that's when I first found out of your history uh, here in this market. And yeah, it was just blind. It was just crazy. So how long did you do that? Did you just do the one season or a couple seasons? Yeah, it was just that season. So I had graduated from Vanderbilt in 92 and worked in the sports information office here through around Thanksgiving of 97 when I got the job uh, with the Rays, you know, it was their first season. Uh, so right. they were hiring a brand new staff. Uh, Rick Vaughn was their uh, VP of communication. who had been with the Orioles and Washington football before that. Um, and he was looking for somebody with college 
uh, SID experience. He didn't want someone that was already in the major leagues. And so I was, you know, I had applied for those types of jobs with every major league team before that, got rejected by everybody, but was lucky and got that raised job and was with them from their very first spring training um, through the end of that year and then came back to Nashville um, and got out of sports and was with the PR firm for almost 20 years. But yeah, I was there the inaugural season, which um, if you guys play Immaculate Grid, I'm really good on on Rays, obscure Rays, because of the, I really know that 98 team pretty well. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Miguel Cairo. Miguel uh, Cairo, nice, nice. Well done. Uh, I'm trying to, gosh, I, I have to, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to fail. By the way, I've had uh, several people try to get me to, to start down that path. And right now, I feel like I've got enough on my plate with Wordle and connections every day. And we, <laughs> we pass it along amongst group text. And so I'm, I'm fearful to add another, but who knows? I, everybody says I need to do it, so maybe I do. Yeah, it's pretty fun. But, yeah, it sounds like you got a lot on your plate, so don't <laughs> tax yourself. <there. laughs> well, I, I do want to bring up cool moment for you and the fam. What was it, Tuesday night? Your son got to throw out the first pitch at the Vandy game? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty uh, special for us. Um, a colleague of mine in the athletic department at, at Vanderbilt suggested that they invite me to throw out the first pitch because I've got a couple of new books coming out next week. Um, and I was a little bit, uh, you know, embarrassed about that. So I said, okay, but only if like my son can throw the pitch instead. And so, um, I took my daughter and my son out to the mound with me. Charlie's 10 years old. We got a, a lot of Vanderbilt baseball games. Um, we, my wife and I have a mission to get the kids to every major league stadium before they're out of the house. Nice. college. We've been to 21 stadiums. We went to Cooperstown last summer, been to the College World Series. So this is a baseball family. And um, Charlie felt like, I think he felt like he belonged out there. <laughs> you know, he wasn't <laughs> as nervous as I would have been as a 10-year-old kid. And he threw a, a fastball on the outside corner over the black. Yeah, it was a pretty special moment. That's nice. Uh, I t- Actually, I took my 12-year-old son to the Vandy Gonzaga game on Sunday afternoon. And that I think okay. you you were there Tuesday night against uh, Tuesday, Indiana yeah. State, uh, and that That's by right. the way you saw a great game twenty to four. Yeah, not bad. twenty to four. <laughs> uh, it, it's interesting that you did that, and your son was so you know comfortable doing it. And I saw the pitch, and he threw a strike. Uh, you know, I've been fortunate you know fortunate enough over the years to to be asked to do that stuff, whether it's the sounds or other places where I've been able to throw out the first pitch. And I remember the last time the sounds asked me to do it years ago. It happened to be, they asked me on Mother's Day, and I remember uh, telling my wife, you know, we were going to go, and the whole family, the three of us were going to go and take our son, and, and she was just like, man, and my wife's obviously, we've been together almost 20 years, like she's a huge, huge sports fan. Uh, shocking, I know. And she was just like, man, that's, you know, you always get to do the cool stuff, and I'd love to do that. And I was like, okay, yeah, well, sorry, you know, uh, tough luck. <laughs> And what I did is I went, Andrew, and I went, I worked it out with the sounds people who were great about it. And I said, look, can you introduce me? Can you do the whole dog and pony show? And then I'm going to flip it to her and you're, and you're going to, you're going to announce her as doing it because it's Mother's Day. That's like my gift to her on Mother's Day. And I, you know, cause I'd even kind of had fun with her. Like, yeah, you'd be real nervous. And she's like, no, I'd love to do that. And I was like, no, you'd be nervous. And so I was kind of having fun with her knowing what I knew. And yeah. she never suspected it. And sure enough, you know, it all happened. And it was great. Wow. But she was move, scared 
to death. And she was very mad when the reality set in that this was real. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a a funny story in our family, too. My my dad, you know, he writes a lot of sports books also. He wrote one, a biography of Roberto Clemente several years ago. And the uh, Pirates invited him to throw out the first pitch at a game, you know, to kind of announce that book. And he thought he was pretty cool that he was invited to throw out the first pitch and was wondering, like, did he need to warm up a lot, you know, like so he could throw a good pitch. Mm-hmm. And which Pirates player, wondering which Pirates player was going to catch the ball. And then he walks out there and catching the ball was the Parrot mascot, you know. <laughs> and so uh, all of a sudden it wasn't quite as, as cool as <laughs> he thought it was going to be. He throws the ball to this giant green bird. Yeah, so we got some good pictures of that. <laughs> well, you talked about a couple of new books, so that led me. Nice segue by you. You're a pro. Um, I, I know, by the way, which is crazy, because I remember talking to you like when it first came out and on several occasions, and that's been 10 years ago, Andrew. like I can't believe the 10th anniversary edition of Strong Inside is coming out, I guess, what, on March 5th, that it has been 10 years since Strong Inside came out. Yeah, it seems uh, pretty crazy to me, too. So, yeah, that came out in 2014, uh, 2024, so it's been 10 years. This is the biography of Perry Wallace, uh, who was the basically the Jackie Robinson of the SEC, first mm-hmm. black basketball player at Vanderbilt in the entire conference. Um, it was a book that I spent eight years writing. Uh, so for me, you know, it goes back to 2006 that I was working on it. Um, and with the ten- 10th anniversary, there's going to be a new um, – edition of the book that has a, a, a new epilogue at, by me at the end that updates Perry Wallace's story from the time the book came out uh, in 2014 through the end of his life and then even on um, past his death to present day. Um, and then a new foreword written by two professors, um, Lou Moore from uh, Grand Valley State in Michigan and Derek White from the University of Kentucky, who are the hosts of the Black Athlete podcast. And they're two of the leading scholars, you could say, on uh, on sports and race. And so they've written a, an essay at the beginning of the book to kind of put Perry's story into historical uh, perspective. So I'm, I'm really excited about this new version coming out. And, you know, there's a lot of new Nashvillians over the last 10 years that might not know this history. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that were kids back then 10 years ago that are ready to read a book like this. So hopefully we'll have a new audience. It, and it was amazing to see it and, and, and so cool to see just like the legs that, that that book got and really the whirlwind that it set your your life into where it is today, right? I mean, you've been you know an author of many, many books since then, but I remember you going on some really high-profile shows, and it was really cool to see uh, that people embraced this book. And uh, obviously, like you said, a labor of love. I mean, it spent you seven years putting this together, but uh, really, really cool. That That's awesome. And so... You know, do you do you ever reflect on that? Just think about how that that book so impacted your life. Yeah, I do because it really did. Um, it changed my life, uh, and I was really happy that it provided Perry Wallace a, um, a different sort of experience over the last few years of his life, also, and, you know, and a chance to come back to Nashville and to be recognized and honored and listened to. You know, which he'd been telling the truth. Um, about his experience for uh, uh, decades, but for a long time, people didn't want to hear it. And then 
they did um, over the last four or five years of his life. And now, now there's a street named after him that cuts through the Vanderbilt campus, you know, and the Vanderbilt basketball players are wearing shirts this month for Black History Month. They have a quote from Perry Wallace about justice, you know, and so it's been gratifying to see the way that um, he was listened to while he was living and the way he's honored in his death. But for me personally, you know, it did change the direction of my life. Uh, I never thought that that book would even get published. You know, I worked on it without an agent or a publisher um, and never really thought about writing other books after it. But because the book did get some um, nice reviews and uh, was well-received, I had a chance to write more books. And so I've continued to do that, continued to look for stories that deal with um, sports, but also um, social issues, you know, and so that's become kind of my, my niche. Uh, and so a lot of those books are also written with teenagers in mind and trying to get uh, kids or young people to pick up a book, you know, in the first place, that's not always easy. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if there's a um, basketball player on the cover, or a baseball player, you know, that that's not too intimidating. And so maybe these stories seem accessible and, and then they pick them up and they realize there's more to it than just reading about a, an athlete that had good stats or won championships, but they stood for something more than just sports. And so those are the types of books I've been trying to write. Well, now that you're a father uh, and you have a son and a daughter, the, these kids' books, right, The Beyond the Game, mm-hmm. tell me about these. Uh, with Maya Moore and LeBron James, Like I, I'm dying to hear like the, the story behind this. Okay, yeah, so I mentioned writing for teenagers. Now I'm writing for like first, second, and third graders. Uh, it's a new series, uh, like you said, called Beyond the Game, Athletes Change the World. The first two books in the series come out on Tuesday, along with the 10th anniversary edition of Strong Inside and along with the paperback version of uh, Inaugural Ballers, which is my book on the first U.S. women's Olympic basketball team. So very rare occurrence where four books are coming out on the same day. But these two, Beyond the Game, the first two books in that series, uh, like you said, are on Maya Moore, who was a, a star at UConn and in the WNBA, uh, best player in the world uh, at certain times of her career, won championships in college and in the pros who uh, quit playing basketball, pro basketball, at the height of her career to help get uh, an innocent man out of prison mm. and d- dedicate her life to that and was successful. And so that book, you know, for little kids, talks about um, the sacrifice that she made and how she used her platform as an athlete uh, for the benefit of other people. Um, the book on LeBron James uh, talks about, again, and here's an athlete with, an incredibly um, powerful uh, platform, so well-known, so powerful in sports, um, who never forgot where he came from, I would say. You know, growing up in Akron, Ohio, a single mom, not much money, and uh, has started a school in Akron for kids that kind of remind him of himself, you know, maybe struggling in school, um, his I Promise school in Akron. And then he's also been an athlete, um that has spoken up on a number of other social issues. You know, people told him to quote unquote, shut up and dribble. Uh, but he represents athletes of this generation that um, have refused to listen to that and use their, uh, use their voice uh, to try to speak out. And so those are the first two books in the series. Six months from now, uh, the third book will come out. It's on Pat Tillman, the NFL player, you know, who enlisted mm-hmm. after nine 11 and was killed. Um, and so this hopefully the series will continue, and there's so many athletes that have done interesting, important things outside of off the field or off the court, and that, that's what I'm focusing on in this series. 
How did you choose them? How did that all come about? Well, you know, for the first two books in the series, I felt like you're trying to get off to a, a good start. You know, you need to pick people that um, others have heard of, right? So LeBron was, um, I thought, was made sense when you're kicking off a series. And I know people have mixed feelings about LeBron, but, like, in my point of view is that here's a guy that's been in the spotlight since he was 16. Young, you know, yeah. we've On known Sports him for his whole life. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, I mean, what can you say that he's ever done wrong? I mean, maybe you can quibble with certain things he's done on the, on the court, but he's never really gotten in any trouble. And I love the fact that um, he's from Akron, Ohio. It's not like he's from uh, some glamorous spot, you know, and he's continued to invest in kids there. And then I know that uh, your listeners probably have different views on uh, this idea of athletes. Uh, speaking out on issues beyond the game, but I'm someone that thinks that that's great, you know, when they do that. And uh, he's probably been the the most vocal. Um, So he he was the reason why I wanted to do that. I wanted to have a balance in the series uh, between men and women athletes. Um, Thought that was important. And just thinking about how hard athletes work to um, reach the pinnacle of their sport. And that's what Maya Moore had done. And then to think, to give all of that up, um, to try to help, essentially at the time, a stranger that her uh, godparents had told her about that was in prison for a crime that they really believed he hadn't quit, hadn't uh, committed, and it turned out that was true. You know, imagine giving up your career to do that. And that was the reason why I chose these two stories to get things started. Mm. Um, this is this station is the flagship station for for TSU men and women's basketball and uh, TSU football. In fact. There'll be a doubleheader tonight starting at 445 TSU women at Little Rock, and then the men will follow with their game at Little Rock. So all that will be heard right here on WNSR. Uh, there was a book that just came out about the Tiger Bells, uh, the Olympic legends from Tennessee State University. And I, I know that you, you I, I guess, I don't know if you know the owner or, or the owner, the author, and mm-hmm. but, but how just from your perspective as an author, how important and someone – from here, uh, how important it is to have a book like that out there. Yeah, I do know the author. That's Amy Alley Card. Uh, she lives up in Massachusetts now, but she grew up in Nashville. And the interesting thing about Amy is that her grandfather was the track coach at Vanderbilt back in the day, uh, the glory days of the Tiger Bells, you mm. know, in the 50s and 60s. Uh, his name was Herc Alley, and he's a well-known, uh, he was a men's track coach here, you know, obviously the Tiger Bells, the women's track team at TSU, but there was that uh, family history, and her grandfather, back in the days of segregation, would invite Coach Temple and his team to run over on the Vanderbilt track sometimes, which sounds simple, but it was fairly significant back then. So there was an admiration throughout her family and that she learned as a kid and growing up uh, for the TSU track program. So I think it's pretty cool that she decided to write this book about Coach Temple and the Tiger Bells, which, you know, hometown story here in Nashville, and these women were the the best runners in, in the entire world, you know, coming out of North Nashville. So it's a story that I think, you know, we know here in Nashville, but maybe not uh, be well enough known nationally. And so it's a great thing that Amy has written this book. Yeah, no, I think that's exactly right. Like in this market, okay, fine. But everybody else should know too, you know, everybody should be yeah. very familiar with their story. And I get it. We, you know, we know it here, but outside of here, I'm not sure there's a ton of people that do. In fact, I would bet on that they don't. I, I think you're right. And, you know, one thing I've learned 
is you can't take it for granted that even people here know these stories. Like I'm on the Vanderbilt campus every day and I drive down Perry Wallace way to get to my office and I feel like, well, everybody should know who Perry Wallace is. And, um, but you got to remember like on a college campus, it's a whole new group of, of people here every year coming from all over the country that don't have that history. And so you can't tell these stories enough, even if you think everybody, uh, locally even know them. I'm sure that's the case at TSU also, where they have new students every year, new faculty coming from different parts of the country. And, um, you know, that, that school history isn't automatically known, you know, and so you got to keep telling these stories, the important stories. So March 5th in Green Hills, right? 10th anniversary uh, edition of Strong Inside and the these new books that we talked about, Beyond the Game, is that right? That's right. It'll be uh, Tuesday, March 5th, next Tuesday. It's hard to believe next week is March 5th already. I know. Uh, Tuesday at 6.30, and I'm really excited that uh, the person who will be leading the conversation that night uh, is the mayor, uh, Freddie O'Connell, which is another um, sort of nod to 10 years ago when Strong Inside first came out, the person that led the conversation was Carl Dean, who was the mayor at that time. Uh, So it's kind of a cool uh, full circle moment. That's awesome. Uh, Andrew, always good to catch up with you. Best of luck with with the kids' books. Uh, They'll do great. And uh, we'll have you on again soon down the road. Appreciate you doing this. Uh, yeah, man. Thank you so much. Good to talk to you again, Darren. Yeah. Take care. You too. That is Andrew Marinus, a uh, fine author. Uh, by the way, his dad, uh, unbelievable author as well. I mean, talking about a family of incredible book writers. Uh, there you go. Andrew Marinus, uh, Vanderbilt grad, at TrueBlue24 on Twitter. Uh, the books, the kids' books that are coming out are beyond the game. You just heard him talking about Maya Moore and LeBron James. They come out on March the 5th. And if you don't have the strong side uh, edition. The 10th anniversary edition is coming out on March 5th as well. The story about Perry Wallace. So we'll take a break. We're wide open the rest of the hour. If you'd like to get involved in the show, you can do that. 615-844-5600. That's 844-5600. More of the McFarland Show here on WNSR. Oh, beautiful gold rush with your sparkling top prize. You surely are a sight for sore eyes. And jackpot slots with your chance of $75,000 winners. Oh, how I'd take you for a candlelight dinner. Uh, sounds like people are really loving the new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Play today for your chance to win up to $5 million. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy and i can cash out whenever i want that's a total no-brainer i'm downloading the free upside app now download the free upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas use promo code lift for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's promo code lift you can cash out anytime right to your bank account to paypal or an e-gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code lift for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank that's code lift attention business owners 
WNSR has some exciting opportunities for your business to thrive in the dynamic world of sports radio advertising. As the proud home of some of your favorite sports teams like the Atlanta Braves, Memphis Grizzlies, and more, we understand the power of sports in bringing people together and creating a passionate community. We believe that your business can become an integral part of this experience, reaching a diverse and engaged audience. Contact the WNSR sales team for an opportunity to discuss how Nashville's sports radio can elevate your brand to new heights. Whether you're interested in a specific sponsorship package or would like a customized solution, we are here to meet your advertising needs. Call 615-844-1039. 615-844-1039 or email saleswnsr at gmail.com. That's saleswnsr at gmail.com. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Grind. Don't stop. Join Jaron, Gigi, and your Memphis Grizzlies tomorrow when they face off against the Portland Trailblazers on Wrestling Night, tomorrow at 7 p.m. Arrive early. First 5,000 will receive a Lucha Libre mask. Get ready for a star-studded show by securing your tickets at Grizzlies.com. Grizz Nation, take your fandom to the next level by downloading the all-new official Memphis Grizzlies mobile app to buy or access your tickets and personalize your experience. Exclusively on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. Indeed you are. Darren McFarland here live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. Half of the show here today. Hopefully Justin will be back tomorrow. Join me here in the studio. Adam Johnson is alongside for the rest of the week. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. That's our phone line. And our text line, TSU, as I mentioned, uh, women and men's basketball tonight at Little Rock. Coverage will begin at 445, so keep that in mind. All right, let's, uh, by the way, Preds at Bridgestone Arena tonight to host John Hines in the Minnesota Wild. Let's go down to Columbia, and let's bring in Nate. Nate, what's up? What's up, Darren? Um, That was a great guest you had on earlier. Andrew's fantastic. Um, Great. So I was discussing with uh, one of my coworkers earlier uh, about a movie that was supposed to be made in 2022, and it's about Jordan Tutu and his story. Do you know if that ever got made? I'm looking around to see where I can watch it. It has it on IMDb, where you know you can look at mm-hmm. the story yeah. info and everything. Yeah. But it doesn't show where you could stream it or anything. The last updates it has is from 2022, uh, where they were about to make the film. And then that's it. I feel like if that was out between the two of us, one of us would know, right? And I'm not saying that it's not out. Maybe it is. Maybe it has slipped under our radar. But I, I am unaware of that. And I, I know if that was out, I would certainly be one watching. 
Yeah, I've been, I, I was wanting to watch it when the uh, conversation started about the movie being made, but I guess it just never got made. I don't know. I, I love his story. Um, it's a great, great too. story because if you'd have told me back when I knew him and was covering him and he was playing for the Predators that, you know, this is how the rest of his life uh, would look to this point, I would have been like, yeah, good luck with that. And, man, what a great, great story, man. He has turned his life completely around, and I'm so incredibly proud of him. He's a he's an awesome dude. Yeah, yeah, but... Well, let yeah, me know, I mean, man, because I haven't seen this, yeah. but if you hear something that is out there, please let me know, because I, I definitely oh, yeah, will watch of it. Of course, of course. Like I said, I haven't... The latest I've seen is stuff from 2022, and it doesn't say anything about the um, story or the documentary being uh, completed. But I mean, I'll I'll try and keep digging, see what uh, see what's going on. Yeah, appreciate it. All right, have a good one, man. All right, you too. Yeah, I was unaware of that. Uh, I'm not surprised. Um, I remember one of the, when he played for the Predators, the big right up in the USA today. That was like the first time that a spread, like a story like that, that took up so much of USA today sports page uh, by Kevin Allen, who obviously is fantastic. has been covering uh, the NHL forever. Uh, that was like a big to do in this market uh, because it was somebody writing on a national level about a predators player. And it was his whole journey. He went up to Kevin Allen, went up to none of it. And, you know, saw Basically, that's basically the North Pole and followed him around and just told his story and his journey to get to the NHL. And, of course, he was the first uh, player from there to ever make it to the NHL. Well, duh, there's, it's, not, it's not a very big place. So, yeah, it's really cool. But uh, I was unaware of that, and I don't know if it is out or not out. But if it is, I will definitely check it out. 615-844-5600 is the phone line and the text line. Let's go over to Nolansville. Tony's up next. Tony, what's up? Good afternoon, Darren. Good afternoon. Justin, wherever you're at, I hope you're doing well. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what's a phenomenal story. Dalton Connect. Mm-hmm. I mean, Darren, you know I'm not a UT fan. Yep. But, damn, I do enjoy watching him play. And they, to be honest, Tennessee is an exciting team. They are fun to watch. They are an exciting. You're right. And and with Ziegler, when he's on too, what a little that little guy's like a mosquito, <laughs> and he's all over the place and can fill it up as much as a connect. And uh, I don't know if they'll get to the final four, but I think they're going to make a good run for it. And if they if they don't get to at least the elite eight, I think you're going to have a lot of upset. UT fans. Yeah. That's, I would agree. But you know they're scared like to, to death. The Final Four, it, you know they're scared to, to death, to. though, Tony, because Rick Barnes is history. Say you know? again, Darren. I'm said, sorry. No, I said you know they're scared. To, Tennessee fans are scared to death, though, because of Barnes's history. But I completely say, agree with you, though. Tradition. <laughs> they're history, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, uh, but they, I think they should at least, at least get to the Elite eight, getting through the final four in that next game is a big step. But yeah, you're right, and uh, they're just sitting on that edge of seat. And as I talked to one earlier this morning, he said, "I just," I, he said, "I hate saying it, 
He said, but I'm just waiting for the, the bottom to fall out the trap door to happen. I know. It's and it's real. It's real. It is real. Yep. And uh, if, if Vandy beats LSU Saturday night, and it's possible, who knows what's going to happen, does he put a – does the feather start getting stuck in a hat for Jerry Stackhouse <laughs> – in another year. What what does that mean? Feathers get stuck in that. <laughs> I mean, well, there's, the whole fan base is wanting it. We don't care if he wins the next five. Most all of us want him gone. I'm anticipating Candace might say, well. <laughs> yeah, look, I... I know what you're saying. Uh, I've never heard that saying before. That's pretty funny. Um, or at least it made me chuckle. I, I don't, I mean, gosh, how do I say this without sounding mean? Like, do these games really matter? Like, it should, is, does it really you're change right. anything? Like beating, yeah, they won on the road. They beat Arkansas. But the, the games they've won are the bottom feeders in the SEC, Missouri and Arkansas. And, you know, these are teams all, Texas A&M is going the wrong way. They're at, you know, they're in the bottom tier now. And, you know, so I don't know. I mean, I guess it's but the same thing. The way you're talking, you're talking like us as fans. I know. I know. How I that know. bunch over there is thinking. I know. A whole, whole different Diff- thing. Totally so. different. You're right. Totally different. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know if every, if a win, you know, back to back wins in this case would change things. I don't know. Cause you're right. I don't know what Candace Lee is thinking. I don't know what the higher ups at Vanderbilt are thinking, I don't, and you don't know, and none of us know. So right. I, I don't know. Well, the baseball team goes to Houston this weekend yep. for a some type of uh, of classic stuff. Mm-hmm. When they, I'm really looking forward to see how they match up with Texas. Uh, of course, the Raging Cajuns are no slouch. They've did nothing. They hosted a super regional i think just two years ago Maybe yeah well neither was indiana state tuesday night remember indiana state came in they, here last year and ripped vandy apart and went to the what regional apart. or super regional before they got ousted but vanderbilt tore them a new one tuesday night they it was unbelievable they i think they came in seven and oh yeah they were they were they were undefeated they were seven and zero. Yeah, Vandy. And then last night they just tore them apart. But uh, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see when the competition. I think is a step up a little bit what they do out there with these three games and uh, before they come back. So it's going to be interesting. Yep. Thank you for taking the call. Appreciate it as always. Good show. You you've done a hell of a good job this week by yourself so far. Want you to know that. Well, thank you, Tony. I appreciate that. Uh, Adam knows this. Uh, anybody who uh, Justin knows this because I've told him I don't enjoy doing shows by myself. I've just always been. You know, it was interesting. You know, if you, Chris Domino in the first hour. You know, he talked about his conversation with Chipper Jones uh, in studio yesterday on his show, and he said everybody was saying it's just. You know, it sounded more like a conversation, not a, not a Q and A session. And, right. and I know Chris really well, and we kind of think alike. And that's kind of the way I've always wanted shows to be like just conversations. Right. And so I enjoy having conversations, whether it's with you, the listeners like this right here, I enjoy, or Justin sitting next to me or anybody else I've worked with over the years. I've just not one of those. And this sounds 
crazy. I'm not trying to be mean to the, the people who do shows by themselves, but people who do shows by themselves, they do shows by themselves for a reason because they love to hear themselves talk. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying I'm not one of those people. Well, you've done a good job and it's, and a lot of times sitting at home watching you on YouTube and stuff, it's like watching, you know, your conversations like just a bunch of sports guys sitting around talking and, and enjoying the sports talk. And it's not your, you know, your, uh, cheese cutter type show of just what we see on a lot of other stations. Yeah. So that's what I, I really appreciate it. So thank, thank you. Tony. I wanted to let you know that, buddy. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you, Tony. See you, ma'am. Uh, going back to his in- initial, uh, the, the initial call where he brought up Dal- uh, Dalton Connect in Tennessee. Look, I am my wife is is an alumnus of University of Tennessee, so I have to be I have to play nice at home. We've been together almost two decades, um, but obviously I don't. You know, I don't. It's not like I went there. It's not like I grew up a Tennessee fan. I don't. But I root for. Like I can't. I I came in last night, and that's what we started watching. I mean, we, he's fun to watch. That that team is fun to watch. You, just if you're a college basketball fan, they are fun to watch. And Dalton Connect is somebody that sells tickets and should have you turning on the television to watch him when he plays. He's that dynamic and he's that good. You can't take your eyes off of him, especially when he gets and he's done it this year. Doesn't do it every game, but there's been many games where he just takes over. And starts dominating, and you can't stop him. He did it last night. He literally just willed them to victory over Auburn, and that he is fun to watch. Whether you like them or you don't, he is fun to watch. Are they equipped to what Tony was talking about? And oh, by the way, is the a cat in a room full of rocking chairs? Is that out there with the Tennessee fan base? Yeah, for good reason. They're scared to death. And I know Eric in Columbia, who listens to the show and interacts with us on our YouTube page and our text line. Uh, I've seen it on this show, uh, JB in the general show. He's he, As a Tennessee fan, I, he's scared to death. He's not afraid to, to say it. He doesn't want to be the number one seed. He doesn't want expectations because he's afraid that, you know, they're going to have an early exit. Uh, I get it because they've done that a lot, especially under Rick Barnes. But this team is equipped. They are equipped to make the deep run. They are equipped to get where no Tennessee team has ever gone. But that doesn't mean it's going to happen. But they are equipped to do it. They have um, they have the players. And he is certainly front and center, but they kind of like they kind of have the big 3, right? The big 3. They do and Ziegler and Dalton Connect, and they have good complementary pieces. Don't get me wrong, but like those three right there can win you NCAA tournament games. But Dalton Connect is such a special talent; he can absolutely win you tournament games. He can hit the game-winning shot. They're fun. I don't know how this is going to turn out. They are certainly going to flirt with the number one seed in the NCAA tournament. I suspect they'll be a one or two. I don't know how it couldn't be unless they just completely fall off in these final three games and uh, the SEC tournament here at Bridgestone Arena. But I don't see it. Uh, I mean, they'll, they'll probably lose, yes. But I don't think it's going to cost them 
anything lower than a two seed. I think they're going to be a one or a two seed. They're that good. And more importantly, they're fun to watch. All right, we'll take another break. 615-844-5600 is our phone line and our text line. Wide open the rest of the hour if you want to get involved. More of the McFarland Show here on WNSR. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office, a division of the Tennessee Department of Safety and Homeland Security. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzy. Rizm Kizm of Rizza, a prescription-only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzy, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzy, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzy, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZY to learn more. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first one hundred people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. 800-649-0142. That's 800-649-0142. Looking for something to take your mind off this traffic? How about a true story of instant success? Did you hear about the two friends who went grocery shopping in Ashland City and picked up everything on their list plus $75,000? Or the one where a truck driver made a last-minute stop off Interstate 40 and drove off with a cool million? All their lives changed in an instant, and yours could too. So stop by your local retailer for your chance with instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's a Bill King show. This Nick Saban topic is so interesting. I was thinking about the future, the new teams that the SEC and the B1G are bringing in and the Big 12, the 12-team playoff, the lawlessness, the constant change. But now we enter the next playing portion without Nick Saban. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM.
The McFarland Show. Video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare studio. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Great show today. Appreciate all the participation. Great discussion with Chris Domino as always in the first hour. Andrew Marinus in the second hour, and of course your calls. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. The Titans. Big day for them. Groundbreaking ceremony. Of course, we all know the Dome Stadium should be here. Hopefully by the 2027 season, it's going to change everything in this market. And I mean everything. And Lord knows Nashville's gone through a lot of change in the last five to seven years. Well, it's going to continue to change because when that baby opens, that puppy opens, we're going to be talking about WrestleMania. We're going to be talking about Super Bowls. We're going to be talking about Final Fours. We're going to be talking about a whole lot of big-time sporting events. Hopefully, college football playoffs. By the way, it's going to 12 next year, and they're already talking about 14. They're going to go from 4 to 12 to possibly 14 almost overnight. Whether it's We know it's going to be 12, but whether it's 12 or whether it's 14, look, with that dumb stadium... There better be a college football playoff game. Nashville better be in the rotation for that. Anyways, also people are kind of upset because they don't understand why the Titans, uh, the brass, the, the front office folks, are not up in Indianapolis at the Combine. They're doing a lot of interviews over Zoom rather than being up there because they're back here for the groundbreaking. That was today. There's a lot of people mad about it. I don't really have that big of a problem with it because I'm going to tell you why one, we already know they have pro days Two, they have visits and they can implement all those things, right? Where you can get to know these people. There's other ways other than just the combine to, you know, put your interviews, everything that you have to do, the job that you have to do to figure out, is this person worth the seventh pick in the draft? Is this person worth, the investment and the millions of dollars that you're about ready to put into this player is this person because they look, let's be honest. They got to get this right. We all know that they've got to get this right. They have been missing too much on first round picks. They've got to get out of that business. It's killing this franchise. So they got to get it right. But I don't really have a problem with that because I do think there's ways to work around that. Look, you were not going to make your decision solely on the combine. It was not going to be the tipping point. But here's what I do have a problem with. I just think it's a bad look. Why give people a reason to bring this up this week? Why give people a reason to talk about it? I don't understand why. I mean, did it have to be today? I don't know. Maybe groundbreaking ceremony had to be today. I don't know. I'm not privy to that information. But why didn't you do it last week? Or why don't you do it next week? Why have the narrative out there? It's just bad optics. And that's the part I don't understand with the Titans. Like, why? Why today? Don't give people a reason to question why you're back here and why your people, like your general manager 
and people in the front office and your new head coach and maybe some of his staff members are not up in Indianapolis at the Combine. Like, don't give, don't give them a reason to bring that up. And I know some people are there, but I'm talking about, like, Rand Carthon and Brian Callahan. Like, don't give them a reason. Don't put that narrative out there. Unless there's something I don't know that it had to happen today or, oh, my gosh, it wouldn't have happened till May. I don't think that was in play. I just don't understand why didn't this happen last week before the combine or next week after the combine. That's the part that I don't get. Like, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I really don't. And I know a lot of people are up in arms about it, and I do understand why, but I don't really think it's going to hinge on whether, you know, they're there right now today on whether they get this first-round pick right or they have a successful draft. I don't because there's other ways to do it. Again, they have visits at their facility. They have pro days. Heck, we just learned recently the Big 12 is having a conference day. Now, while the other ones won't have a conference day this year, I'm sure that's just around the corner too. But I just it's just the optics, and that's the part I scratch my head and I raise my eyebrow, and I'm like, Titans, what were you thinking? Like, why today? Don't give people a reason to throw that narrative out there and bellyache about it. Again, I don't think it's going to change anything, but just don't have that narrative out there. Don't have that discussion piece out there. It should be a day of celebration. It's going to change this market. It's going to change it drastically and hopefully in about three years. But no reason to do all that. But I don't, I don't agree that it's going to affect their draft pick. Speaking of that, the draft pick, I was looking at pro football focus and kind of what they're saying. I'll tell you what they're saying. Like they go through every team and like the best, the pick that makes sense for them. I'll tell you who they have the Titans pegged for that to kind of finish up Thursday show. We'll do that next here on WNSR. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. A friend of mine just bought a new house for the first time. A new house. I mean, my wife and I loved to own a house, so I asked him how he did it. And he smiled, and he said he went to the knowledge tree. (laughs) He had this happy look on his face. So I told him to tell me more, and he said, John, the lack of knowledge will keep you poor. Then he handed me a brochure. It was from Knowledge Tree Mortgage. Now I understood. And after one phone call, I understood even more. Knowledge Tree Mortgage specializes in first-time homebuyers, folks like me who get the runaround from banks, and he got us pre-qualified. Knowledge Tree Mortgage got us our mortgage. And tomorrow, my wife and I are going to become first-time homebuyers. Here's the number, 859-9599. 859-9599. Money doesn't grow on trees. Knowledge does. Knowledge Tree Mortgage, 859-9599. 859-9599. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. 
If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I like putting parlay bets together, hammering the overs, and anytime player touchdown bets always have me on the edge of my seat. So if you're ready to do the same, visit FanDuel.com slash win and kick off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash win. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 plus in President Kentucky. First online real money wager only $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Buyandtow.com. Get cash for junk cars. You have a vehicle that's become a problem? You can get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. They'll buy your vehicle no matter the condition, in your driveway, at your mechanic shop, or even on the side of the road. You can call them at 615-480-6473 or visit buyandtow.com. Get cash in your hand today and your vehicle hauled away. 615-480-6473. Buyandtow.com. That's buyandtow.com. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane. And Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Patrick Mahomes, he's in the GOAT conversation with this win. I'm calling him Michael Jordan, essentially, because he's taking other people's rings. There's no shame in losing to Patrick Mahomes. He's that good. If you just got bested by Patrick Mahomes, you just got bested by Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Mahomes, GOAT-level kind of guy. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNF. Give us a call, 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin. Well, I think we have, uh, Adam, do we have a breaking news sounder? I think we got some breaking news that involves the McFarland Show. He's giving me the, the no sign, no breaking news sounder. The news, if we had a breaking news sounder, is it looks like the other half of the McFarland Show, Justin has weighed in. On our YouTube page. Yes, you can watch the show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. He says, I'm fine. Hope to see everyone tomorrow. So hopefully he is a... Oh, because someone on there put... uh, Eric in Columbia put, hope Justin is okay. So he has responded and he said, uh, hopes to see everyone tomorrow. So maybe he's going to be a part of the show tomorrow. Cool. I found out just like you guys. Awesome. Thank you, Justin, for weighing in on the YouTube page. Good to know, and I'm I'm glad. All right, so I brought up Pro Football Focus, and they kind of picked every team and what what's a pick that makes sense. And I'm like, this is not going to surprise you, but you just you do want to just see what people are saying. And Pro Football Focus said that the ideal first pick for the Titans would be either a franchise left tackle, which is what I've been saying all week, or a wide receiver one. And, of course, who they identify in those positions, young men from the large man from Notre Dame and the large man from Penn State as your uh, franchise left tackles. And then they brought up um, Malik Neighbors and the, the kid from Washington uh, as the wide receiver one. Again, that's... Pretty much if you look at any mock draft board, those are all the players you'll see at those positions in and around that seventh pick. So not surprised at all. But as I said, 
all week, and I haven't changed my mind. I haven't written it in pen yet. Still in pencil, but I'm getting close. Left tackles, that's the route they need to go. It's the route that they need to go, and I suspect that they will go. Because you got to protect your quarterback, period. And you can get that receiver with that high second-round pick. People have already proven in the league you can do that. So I thought that was interesting, and I'm sure that's what everybody will say about the Titans. It's either going to be a wide receiver or a franchise left tackle. I suspect there'll be a couple people out there that, because of the comments of Brock Bowers, that uh, maybe they'll say Brock Bowers, the tight end. But I don't see it. If they didn't have the need so badly at those two positions, then Brock Bowers would be in play for sure. But because they have such a huge hole at left tackle and such a huge hole at elite receiver with a new head coach who believes in passing in Brian Callahan, there's no way they're taking Bowers. Predators try to make it seven in a row tonight. John Hines and the Minnesota Wild in town. Seven o'clock buck drop. Preds and Minnesota. Can they make it seven in a row? Tomorrow will be one week out from the NHL trade deadline. We'll see if uh, these wins keep stacking. What does that mean for general manager Barry Trotz? Have a great rest of your day. Breaking news. I think the McFarland show, at least on this side of the desk, will be back together tomorrow. Bill Keen will get things started at 6 o'clock, followed by JB and the General, 9 to 11, and then us at 2 o'clock. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you then.